This week at AveMariaRadio.net's Poll of the Week, we want to know, do you think it's ethical for journalists to use cell phone data in investigative reporting? Fill out our poll now at AveMariaRadio.net, scroll down on the homepage and click on Poll of the Week. Well, as I was just mentioning, uh, in the entire country, about 49 states are seeing a rise in cases of the coronavirus, in particular the Delta variant uh, that has scrambled so much of the expectation uh, on the part of Americans that uh, now they were going to be able to dispense with masks, that the vaccines had essentially ended the crisis. We have President Biden announcing new measures to increase vaccinations across the country, including the requirement that all federal employees must either attest to being vaccinated or require various uh, strict and face strict protocols in order to be able to go to work. Uh, He has also, just uh, a little while ago, called on the Defense Department to make COVID-19 vaccines required for all service members, uh, mandating essentially that uh, the COVID-19 vaccine be included among the required vaccinations for all active duty service people. He said that since many vaccinations are required for active duty military today, I'm asking the Defense Department to look into how and when they will add COVID-19 to the list of vaccinations that our armed forces must get. All of this means that we are likely to see increases in requirements for vaccination and potentially in businesses and schools. And we're seeing as well a return to the mask mandate, at least in Washington, D.C. and in other territories and and jurisdictions. What does this all mean for us? Uh, How are we to sort of respond to all of this? I'm joined by Dr. Steve Doran who is an important consultant to the Archdiocese of Omaha on issues related to the pandemic. He is also a neurosurgeon, a position he's held for many, many years. And I think it's safe to say he's something at this point of an expert on COVID-19. Welcome, doctor. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate being on. So let's get a snapshot of, I was just giving some statistics as to where we are in terms of the surge of cases and things. But from your vantage point as a physician looking out uh, epidemiologically, where are we right now in this pandemic? Well, we're, we're seeing uh, another wave of infections. It's, it's not like we, what we experienced last fall, but definitely there's been a rise. And in some pockets of the United States, they have seen substantial increases where you know, some of the hospitals are being overwhelmed in, in certain locations throughout the United States. So it's definitely a change from um, a couple of months ago, and it's largely related to two things. One is this Delta variant, which is um, a particular variant that if you look at a, a droplet of, you know, um, uh, respiratory secretions, there's a thousand times more viral load in this than the, with the other variants. So it's highly transmissible. And that coupled with... Um, there's still a fair amount of people who have not received the vaccines. Now, the vaccines are very effective in um, uh, controlling um, uh, the Delta variant, either uh, uh, eliminating infection altogether, or even if you do get infected, um, being less symptomatic and being less likely to spread it. So the combination of those two things, a fair number of people not vaccinated and the rise of the Delta variant have, have created this, um, I think, desire to do something to try to to tamp down the the, uh, the rise in infection right now. Right. Now, the, one of the questions that uh, I hear all the time is people will ask, all right, I've, I've been vaccinated. 
So am I protected from the Delta variant? It sounds as though, yes, to a very large degree that you would be protected. Why then, they would ask, do they have to mask up and take similar precautions from somebody who has not been vaccinated? Well, some people cannot get vaccinated even if they wanted to. Children under 12 can't. You know, and, and so we have to keep that in mind that um, there is a, a group of people out there who may desire to be vaccinated and can't. I think I think there's there's a somewhat, to be honest with you, uncharitable view saying that, well, your choice to not get vaccinated, that's your problem, not mine. I still think as, as Catholics and as, as Christians, we ought to have in, in, in mind the common good, even for those who don't necessarily choose the common good for themselves. So, so yeah, even though you're vaccinated, you could be a carrier, uh, unbeknownst to you. And there are people out there who uh, may want to be vaccinated and can't that you ought to protect. And I think you ought to try to protect people who maybe are making a decision you disagree with. Okay. And and in sort of layman's terms, uh, how is it possible for somebody who's been vaccinated actually to be communicable or to pass this disease on, this virus? Well, because the vaccines don't uh, guarantee that you can't get infected. Um, They certainly are very effective in preventing infection. But you still can have the virus and carry it, but your immune system suppresses the the virus to the extent that it's not symptomatic for you or it's only mildly symptomatic. So so that's why even if you're vaccinated, you can still um, carry the disease or become or, or become sick. I mean, none of the vaccines are 100 percent effective and right. none claim to be, you know, so so there is a normal amount of vaccine breakthrough that is symptomatic, which would imply that there's uh, even more people who are not having symptoms who the, the vaccine broke through. But. Keep, with all that in mind, they're still extraordinarily effective, you know, and, and, and we can't lose sight of that. They're, they're very effective in controlling the disease, including the current variant. This may not be a question you can even answer, but are there indications or are there data that would indicate that some vaccines, either Pfizer or Moderna or others, are more effective than others, both against COVID, but in particular against the Delta variant? Yes, the, the Pfizer-Moderna vaccine seem to be... Um, especially um, uh, uh, potent uh, against that, um, those variants. Uh, some of the other ones, the AstraZeneca, which is not here in the United States, for example, um, has found to be less effective um, uh, than those. So, so there, is, uh, there is a difference amongst the vaccines, yes. Okay. And then the, the question's been emerging uh, about the possibility of vaccine mandates for employees. I was just uh, noting that uh, President Biden has called on the Defense Department to make COVID-19 vaccines required for service members. We have various others uh, saying that the uh, like federal employees are also going to be subject uh, to either being vaccinated or facing strict protocols in order to be able to work. What is a sensible approach to the question of vaccine mandates? Well, I, that's, a, that's a very good question. And um, I, I think what's sensible is to keep in mind a, a number of things that might actually be in tension. So may may not give you an answer that's, that's uh, uh, satisfactory on either side of, the, of the, the fence here. First of all, you have to realize that vaccine mandates are nothing new. You know, we've had vaccine mandates for, for many, many years for individuals uh, for school systems, universities, things like that, um, where to go to a school or to enroll in university have to be vaccinated. Um, it's also commonplace that healthcare providers um, uh, are required to vac- to receive an influenza vaccine every year. So, so, so on the one side of the equation, you know, vaccine mandates are nothing new and we've dealt with them. I think what's different though, and to, to why there's maybe more um, pushback against mandates now is that 
we're still in the midst of a pandemic. This is a different situation. We've not had a chance to really settle into the reality of what this might mean for us. And quite frankly, it's it, the landscape changes. You know, we have new variants and we have new transmissions and increasing. So there's just a general degree of uncertainty and unsettledness with COVID that maybe makes people pause a little bit more about, okay, what is a reasonable way to, to address this? So I think mandates, though, um, um, can be effective, but they come at a cost um, and uh, may be viewed by some as un unnecessarily coercive. Yet, um, in some situations, uh, especially maybe in healthcare uh, uh, settings, are necessary to protect patients and, and the common good of people. So, so yeah, there's this tension there between those two between those two things, and and uh, and I don't think you're going to find any one person totally satisfied. You know, there's some people who feel that you know mandates should be no problem at all, and we had them before, so COVID should be no different. And on the other hand, people might push back, understandably, say, well, this is new. The, the, vaccine, the vaccines themselves are relatively new. Um, and from a Catholic perspective, we have more concerns from the, the moral nature of these vaccines because they're associated with aborted uh, fetal cell lines. Mm -hmm. So it becomes more complicated uh, than things have in the past. And quite frankly, I think there's a much greater awareness of these issues than there was in the past. You know, that by and large, most people didn't really understand where vaccines came from or how they're derived. And so they just, you know, didn't have the same information that they do right now to, to help guide those decisions. Now, the uh, National Catholic Bioethics Center uh, had issued a, a statement on COVID-19 vaccine mandates. This is back on July 2nd, uh, but it says it does not endorse mandated COVID-19 immunization with any of the three vaccines that have received emergency use authorization as of July 1st, 2021 from the uh, U.S. Food and Drug Administration. What is their basic uh, approach to this question? Well, basically they're saying, and they, and they draw from the statement from the Congregation of the Doctrine of the Faith where where that um, says basically the vaccination, and I'll quote from the CDF, the vaccination is not as a rule a moral obligation and that therefore it must be voluntary. So, so on the one hand, the Catholic Church has clearly stated it is permissible to receive these vaccines. All the vaccines uh, are permissible to receive. Even um, Yet on the other hand, they're saying there's not necessarily a moral obligation to uh, um, take the vaccine. So, so, th so that becomes a, a, a decision of individual conscience if someone has a moral um, objection to it. Um, and so that's where those, uh, the CDF and the National Catholic Bioethics Center come down and say, yes, you can receive the vaccine, but you're not necessarily morally obliged to receive it. Mm -hmm. Now, but they also go on to say that brings with it some obligations, and they've been clear on that too, um, that for those who choose not to become vaccinated, they have an obligation towards the common good and um, um, and with with the rise of the Delta variant in particular, um, social distancing and masking in of themselves probably aren't going to be effective. And so that obligation may uh, necessarily involve um, things that haven't been required in the past, say, for example, uh, periodic testing, you know, um, uh, things like that. So so, yes, you can in good conscience uh, decline the vaccine, but it comes with an obligation and um, and the obligation seems to have maybe become greater as these uh, as the transmissibility of the, the virus becomes higher and higher. Now, from your vantage point as a physician, somebody who's been aware of the COVID-19 vaccines now for quite some time, will the Delta variant require a booster for everyone? I know that the Israeli government is looking at that, for example, uh, or are we simply 
going to stick with the goal of vaccinating as much of the population as possible? Yes, I think there's uh, there, that's still being debated. I, from from what I read and what I, by and large, I think people are comfortable with the protection that the uh, Pfizer and Moderna vaccines provide against um, the Delta variant, at least at this point. And a, a booster probably is not necessary for most people. That being said, for individuals who maybe have a um, suppressed immune system, you know, maybe they're on medications chronically or they have cancer or something, that might be a different story. Those individuals may be someone that uh, might consider getting a booster vaccine um, down the road. But things could change. A lot can happen in the next few months, and I think uh, we'll have to wait and see what happens. Well, exactly. Well, doctor, thank you so much. Uh, this is valuable information for all of us. Dr. Steve Doran. Coming up, we'll be joined by Maria Scaparlanda. We're going to talk about Father Stanley Rother, a martyr and a blessed. This is Cresta in the Afternoon. <laughs> 